Hey, what's going on, Clipper Nation? It's me, William the Opinion Updike. And I am positive Chuck Mockler. We are Locked on Clippers, part of the Locked on NBA Network. Yes. Coming at you five days a week with all the Clippers news. I forgot to introduce the show yesterday. I introduced each of us, <laughs> uh, and we launched right into it. So if, you, if there was any confusion, I apologize. You were listening to the correct <laughs> podcast. Yeah, it is a Clippers podcast. But we are, in fact, Locked on Clippers, uh, and we got a heck of a show coming at you today. We're going to kick things off with a preview of that Suns game. Hopefully, you get the chance to listen to this one early enough yeah. b- before we watch the game because that one's at what 3 p.m uh i think it's at 11 it's, at a, it's, a it's not early. at 11 <laughs> uh no it's an early game uh but anyways you want to stay tuned for that we'll talk about what we want to see what we don't uh digging into a couple key matchups uh so check that out and then it's twitter tuesday every single tuesday um well Monday, the prompt comes out yeah. via Twitter. Uh, but you know what? You can send in your questions Monday. You can send them in Tuesday. Yeah. You can send them in any day of the week. You send them in on Tuesday. We'll probably just answer them on Twitter as opposed to wait a week to talk about it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but thanks to everybody who sent those in ahead of time. We really appreciate it. Love getting the cues. It's a good time. And then we're going to wrap up with some shaving slash presser vibes. Yeah. So uh, we got this Clips vs. Suns preview. The injury report was released. Uh, no Trez, obviously. Still not with the team yet. We hope he's doing okay. Uh, but Lou Williams listed as questionable. Yes. Which is kind of interesting, right? Uh, no. I mean, from the beginning, I mean, it's interesting in that it would be great for the team, but yeah. from the beginning, they said that the 10-day quarantine would would essentially take him out of the first two games. Uh, so then I guess it just really comes down to, uh, you know, how, how, you, how you feel about you know, having Lou run out there with, with, you know, fewer practices probably than you would like. Yeah, that's a good call. Um, do you think we see him in this game? I think so. But my thing is, um, and we'll talk about this a little bit more in the preview, but the the time for coasting is kind of through, man. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, like the, the runway is getting shorter and shorter every day for sure. that we have until the playoffs. And I think even if you toss Lou out there for sub 10 minutes, that's better than none. Yeah, that's a fair... Yeah, sub-10, I think I'm okay with. Also, the game tips off at 1 tomorrow. Just a couple hours off. Won't um, be able to get his lunch, but... <laughs> yeah, eh, he might. You guys <laughs> squeeze it in. Uh, so what do we want to see in this Clips vs. Suns game from the Clippers? Well, I guess I'd like to see some smooth, keyword smooth, smooth okay. ratcheting up of the defense. Uh, obviously, with Pat there and getting the start, he's going to set the tone. But I want to look to Kawhi and PG to kind of ramp up where they were. Yeah. Um, back in back in March, uh, they guarded Booker really well in February. Uh, he was awful. <laughs> they could they, they, they him up. Yeah, they guarded him for a combined seven minutes and held him to four points in that time. Not bad. Uh, he didn't play in the game in December. Uh, obviously, he had a great game in that game that they beat us back in October. Yeah, you know what you mean. Uh, but uh, you know, I, I just like to see. It, it's like I said with like the the runway thing. Like we got to be building good habits and a strong foundation on every single game. Um, and this is a game that I think you know for early season clips we might have come into this one a little lackadaisical. We literally did do that. Uh, we, we did do it. Uh, so. In, in February, that one, the Suns controlled the first half of that game. Yeah. And that was fully healthy lineup. Yeah, we had friend. to fight in that game. Uh, so, it, yeah, I, I, I'd i like to see the, the defense ratchet it up. What, what are you thinking? So, actually, kind of in the same uh, vein for PG and Kawhi. Just kind of more of the same from PG offensively with, I hope, some, uh, as you would put it, smooth ratcheting up 
of some action near the basket when he has the ball in his hands. I like that. That'd be good to see. The I Suns like are that. a big team. Um, it's a good team to kind of get your physical chops back with, I feel like, for sure. And then, I mean, Kawhi in the two games against that he's played against the Suns this year, he's averaged 23, 9, and 6. I feel like that's going to stay true in this game. Um, Especially with no Ubre, like I Yeah, Ubre who defends Kawhi pretty well because uh, he defends everybody pretty well. And he's quick, he's long. Yeah, like so. But I'm, I'm, I hope I see, we see kind of more of the same from PG and Kawhi offensively. What else definitely, definitely. Well, I'd love to see some improved uh, performance from the second and third unit. Agreed. Uh, second or third unit, however you consider it. Yeah. Because uh, we are out, you know, we are out definitely Montrez depending on how lose minutes um happen you know like it, it might be a little bit close to our third string for sure but you know it's time for some of those guys like landry who are, are definitely rotation guys yeah to, to get back into rhythm uh the suns in that win against the mavs ran a nine-man rotation uh <laughs> and their bench still outscored the mavs bench 22 to 37 Damn. uh so th- the biggest thing is like i'd like to see the bench being able to stay on the floor uh, i'm not expecting them to necessarily i mean if it, if they're sans lou williams i'm not really expecting them to be able to establish any sort of leads or consistently anything crazy yeah, yeah just be able to hold down the minutes man That's a uh call. they played sarich off the bench in that mavs game i don't know if they're going to end up doing that again but if they do i think that that could be a problem for jamike especially if he's going to have to be defending him uh on the second unit and playing some minutes at the five in the first unit which i you know i don't know how much we'll see that that lineup but yeah I mean, it's going to be interesting. The second and third unit is like if Lou's in this lineup, you got this note in here about like not only you, you don't think anyone on the Suns can really slow Lou down if Lou's playing against the second and third unit. I mean, I think a Kobo can. I'm an Kobo believer. I like a Kobo. I mean, I do too. I, I think that these guys can like pose some challenges, but ultimately they're both young guards, and that's people that Lou yeah. feasts on. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, anything else you want to see specifically? Uh, what about this one? I'm just floating this one out there. I don't know if this is going to happen, okay. but what about a little Joakim Frank Kaminsky battle royale? <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, Kaminsky would win that just from hurling up shots from beyond the arc, I think. Uh, <laughs> and he, if he happens to make him. But no, I hope we're going to kind of what we don't want to see. I guess it's more on the matches we'll talk about it, but we're going to need to see Noah maybe at his very best given who they have at the five. I don't, I mean, I'm curious. We'll talk about it more in the matchups. We'll talk about it more in the matchups. But let's get into what we don't want to see in this one. Uh, just off the bat, like, we did a much better job executing in that Pels game. But we, we still got to take care of the ball. Um, careless turnovers, you know. The Suns do turn over the ball a fair amount of time. But yeah. it's nearly the same amount as our team. Uh, <laughs> they average about 15.1 turnovers a game. We're at 14.8. Hey, hey. Uh, so largely a push. Pretty good. Uh, Not 15. And, you know, like with having Rubio in there, I think that that does help settle down their offense a little bit. They're, I mean, they're first yeah. in the league in assists. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. <laughs> uh, at like four more assists a game than us. And they, they did do a really good job taking care of the ball against the Mavs. They only had 11 turnovers. So we're just going to have to see like those execution screws continually being tightened. Yeah. Uh, I have this kind of the same note, stagnant ball movement and sloppiness. Um, they had 10 steals against Washington, which I know it's Washington, but 10 steals is a lot. We talked about it when the Clip- Clippers got it. Same amount of steals, yeah, we had against the Pels. Yeah, that's a lot of steals. Mavs um, are a better team, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was in the game against Washington. 
that's my bad. So, I mean, I think we can say New Orleans. Uh, but and they have the personnel to punish you with it. They have Rubio who can pass while in transition. They have uh, Aiton who can run the floor, uh, and this kind of goes to the second and third unit too. Like the I don't want to see as much ball watching or whatever happens on those second and third units when there's not really a shot creator. So it's like maybe Rodney can do it. Maybe Reggie can do it. Yeah. Um, I just tunnel vision is something I don't want to see from anybody on the Clippers. Definitely, and just because you brought up Magruder, like. I'm wondering if he's going to get any run in this game. Uh, he was a DNP in that recent game in February, probably because the game was a little close. But he was decent in that win back in December. He finished with 7-11. and 11. Uh, He shot the ball pretty well. I think he was 40% from three, 60% from the floor. Not a lot of attempts. Hey, Only seven like points. But, like, I, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, we just need these guys to be able to stay on the floor. So I'm curious to see if Doc will lean into Magruder recency is any bias probably not yeah um let's get these key matchups uh i'm gonna kick it off with zoo noah patterson green whoever versus deandre Aiden. i love it uh eight and averages 21 and 14 against us in two games yeah kind of does this thing elite quick bigs 10-2 against the clippers uh so if we go small ball against the suns i don't think it goes that well uh, on the def- defensive end, uh, def- defensive end, but on the offensive end, I mean, Aiton's not slow. Like Aiton's very quick. So on that's, the, that's the a good call. offensive end, it's not going to be as easy yeah. as it usually is when we open it up with five shooters. Um, but Zoo's got to watch the early fouls because behind Zoo, we obviously don't have the size for Aiton. Yeah, um, and like just. Zoo's just got to watch those early fouls. He's just got to really watch bad. the early. It can be one of those games where he's got like two fouls in his first two minutes. Yeah, it's just gonna it's just gonna make it. He really... can either miss one oop or get two fouls in two minutes. What? It's one or the other. And it's one or the other. If it's both, um, it's gonna be tough. And you got to pull him. Yeah, you got to get him out of there. Uh, some other key matchups. I, I'm going to be looking at Shamit and Morris versus Rhythm. Um, versus Rhythm. Versus like Rhythm. <laughs> I want him to get like I, I want him to get back into a rhythm. Shamit uh, did not have a great performance against this team back in December. He was one of six from the floor, including zero of four from three. Um, you know, granted, not a whole lot of attempts, but you know, it is what it is. He was a little better in February, two of five. He was one of four from three in that game. I guess it's just going to depend kind of on what his minutes look like. Because uh, yeah. if Lou is back, then that second unit is essentially back to full strength and the backcourt is pretty much figured out. Definitely. Um, and then I think if Landry isn't able to hit well in the in the looks that he gets, I do think the leash might be a little shorter, which would to me would be a huge bummer because he just he, he needs, needs to get back into rhythm. Yeah, um, there needs to be a bubble G league we can send him down to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, and and Morris, you know, he's he's kind of had his ups and downs for the scrimmage play. Uh, yeah, I would say he's had his ups and downs in the scrimmage play, <laughs> and the and the initial bubble <laughs> games. Uh, other than that Lakers game, I thought, which he was egregiously bad in that. He was egregiously bad, but he's he's looked better uh, than he than he had in some games. But he had a great game against his team uh, at the end of February, like leading into that awesome March where everything was clicking. He had 18, 5, and 3. Um, shot the ball really well. Uh, so I, I hope to see more of that from him. It's a good call. Uh, Bev versus Rubio. This is a pretty big matchup for the Suns offense to overcome. Like we talked about, they average the most assists per game in the league. Uh, Rubio's at 9. 
I think second is Book with like six and a half. And then third on the team has two per game. So when you stop Rubio from distributing the ball, like ball denial is going to be great in this game. That's something I want to see. Hands in passing lanes is going to be hand, huge too. Yes, hands in the passing lanes. That's going to be giant. Uh, what's your last matchup to look at? Uh, we had talked about it earlier, so I'm not going to harp on it too long, but your mic versus the five. If, if we do end up seeing small, um, you know, I... I I'm curious as to what the returns will be um, on that. But if, you know, I, I think it goes into Morris playing well, if he's playing well and Jamaica is, is able to knock down some shots, um, I, I think that that could be good practice against a larger front court um, for for this kind of lineup. And real quick, what's your prediction for the game? Uh, real quick, I'm thinking Clips take this one. I'm going to go 109 to 101. I'm going Clips 123-107. Uh, Oh, I love it. It's a bit of a, uh, an ass kicking. Uh, oh, there's no um, there's no Ubre. Well, you know what? I already said my prediction. Yeah, I'm not going to go back on uh, it now. <laughs> uh, we're going to be taking, talking about your questions in just a sec. But first, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete, a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair in the middle of a pandemic. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else, CBDMD has to offer. They're offering all our Locked On Clippers listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code NBA at checkout. One more time, that's CBDMD.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your first purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. All right, so we're back with Twitter Tuesday. Yes. Um, once again, thank you to everybody who sent in those questions ahead of time. Mm -hmm. If you'd ever like the opportunity to get a question of yours featured on the show, make sure and send those out. Send them over. At Lock on Clips, I will up like at Charles Mockler. We'll definitely get back to you kicking things off. We have a Twitter Tuesday regular. Yeah. Step Back Tree, a.k.a. Ben, a.k.a. I'm turning this damn game off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's got a good one. He says, if you count the scrimmages... Clips are averaging 17 made threes per game in the bubble. What has changed to allow them to take and make so many threes? And do you think the shooting is sustainable? I think a very large thing is Trez not being there. Yeah, on the second unit I mean for that sure. in a nice way. Yeah. Um, that makes it so we shoot more threes. I think another reason we're allowing to take and making so many is because PG just has a green light. Yes. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah, we've so. seen a, a significant uh, uptick in his attempts i mean like uh, not so one other kind of con i guess to this three number yeah. that we have that i do think will go down is Kawhi. his shot selection has looked a little bit different uh especially through the scrimmages uh than it does normally he was taking a lot more shots from further out which is not really his game yeah uh so i do think that that contributes to this um to, to the amount of attempts 17 made um obviously great i i I feel like it's sustainable, to be honest. But uh, you know, that's if that's if the team continues to hit offensively. Yeah, and you know, Morris is, has to truly. You would think at some point have to start shooting better from three. 
so that's I mean, good. every game, Morris should be able to hit four. Jamike <laughs> should be able to hit four. Paul G, PG is good for 10, you know? <laughs> I, put, like, I think maybe two from those guys is fair to assume consistently. Yeah, yeah. Um, 17 made threes, I think that's probably going to go down. Um, I think kind of having to rely on PG, that's something that's allowed them to take so many. But I hope the number just stay up when Trez gets here. And depending when Trez gets here, um, he's still going to have to ramp up into playing again. So we're going to see this for maybe longer than we thought initially. Definitely. Because for me, the way that – because I love the Clippers shooting this many threes. Mm -hmm. It's such a nice thing that I feel like is just going to be taken away. But with Trez not here, it that kind of is extended. Yeah, and, and it also just gives people the opportunity to get back into rhythm. So even if the attempts, which we will see, I mean, honestly, we're going to see a decrease in the in the attempts when I Trez is back. Uh, but hopefully, you know, it, it gets guys in a good enough rhythm to be able to knock those down. What if Trez is taking more threes? <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> uh, um, Ethan Smith asked if PG is the number one scoring option in the clutch. Ooh, uh, depends on the scenario. Uh, I think if he's if he's outside the arc, if if that's the play, yes. If 100%, it's yeah. anywhere inside, I think I'd rather go with Kawhi. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think it's. I just think it's a hot hand thing. Yeah, I think every game is just a hot hand in terms of who's going to get. There's no number one option for this team. Yeah, except for who's the hottest that game. But if it's but if like if Lou PG and Kawhi are all, you know, shooting lights out or something like that. I think you're right behind the arc. Maybe it's drawn up for PG. Yeah. Inside, I'm fine with Lou or Kawhi taking it. Yeah. I mean, either one is a good option if you need the N1. And I don't know, man. Kawhi is just like, he's just in his bag. It, like, that's just his range. Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah, it depends on the shot. Um, Sky Paul wonders if we think PG's success is sustainable throughout the rest of the season and playoffs. Um, yeah, man. It's fucking Paul George. <laughs> no, that's a great question. Uh, I, yeah, I, I truly think so. I mean, he's just fully healthy now. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, you hope that that stays that way. Uh, yeah, man. But I think that, you know, he's like at the age where he's like truly hitting his physical peak. You know, um, he has the best constructed team around him that he's ever had. Um so yeah, I, I do think it's sustainable. Uh, will you have some downs? History in the playoffs says yes, yeah. but I think overall um, he's going to continue to be good, and we can finally get over. Remember the slander that was coming from Clippers fans at Paul George, like like right yes. around the All Star break. Yeah, <laughs> it was like I don't know about this. You know, long way to go, but I don't know about this. Uh, Redondo Mike asks: As long as Trez doesn't go get chicken wings, how long will his quarantine? time when he returns four or ten days i think it's got to be ten days at this point so he's posted about he's like seen people he's been at basketball camps he's been around family and stuff i think they'll probably give him ten days uh yeah i think that that's i mean we don't know if he's getting tested every day yeah we don't have any of that information but i i would guess it's a 10-day quarantine i think that that's the safe thing to do uh if you're interacting with the general public yeah for sure i mean it sucks for the clippers it does, on but like pure, I don't, I don't know I'm that. I'm saying on a pure personnel le- level. Well, <laughs> counterpoint. I don't know that I want him around the team with with only a four day quarantine. We just don't know, you know. Yeah, I mean that's it's not really in the bubble. 
I'm kind of on the fence about that. Hilario <laughs> B is making me a little <laughs> worry of that. Um, Spilky Vision with rotation cue. Should we change our starting lineup when we get to the Western Conference Finals? Morris has been terrible against Lakers. We've beat them twice with Pat Pat starting. Oh, love what? this one. Oh, Shout yeah. out Spilky Vision. This is a good jump. I like this. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm not against benching Morris against the Lakers. Putting Jamichael in there or something like that. Yeah, so I I mean... You got to move everyone kind of down or like it's it kind of makes the defense a little weird. I agree. I, I mean... Do you, like, do you put him at the three and have PG at the four? What I think he do, uh, I I mean I like the idea of Morris against this bench. I mean it just gives him the confidence to shit on another yeah, unit. He'd kill that bench. Uh, so you I, know I think actually yeah, true <laughs> true, and we get to see Morris versus Morris, which would be great. Yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I mean there's an argument to be made. I, you know it's one of those things that we talked about all season where like the numbers are so bad. That they just have to. Im- the law of averages says that they'll improve at the some point. The law says. Uh, I, I guess the other option, uh, and I'm kind of surprised we haven't done it, but why not toss Landry in that starting unit? Uh, have oh, Paul George. I think Paul George at the three, quiet his natural position at the four, and and keep Zoo. I'm saying I'm still saying keep Zoo yeah, in that in sure. that starting lineup. That's interesting. That's something to think about. If he's hitting, that's you know? something to chew on. Um, Super unknown with a fantastic final question. Do you trust Doc to have to have this team not extend series and take care of business the first couple rounds? I don't know that this comes down on Doc as much as it does on execution. I think some of the rotations might. And if we see some goofy rotations, people are going to use that as a scapegoat if like the first round series goes to six games. I don't think it will. I don't think it I don't think it will. That's but. totally fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest knock on, on Doc has, has been the rotations. And, um, I mean, what's your biggest knock on him from that loss in the Lakers game? I mean, because that I, horrible, just that lineup in the third. Yeah, but I mean, I see that as being somewhat of an inevitability. It was the first game back. We didn't stagger. So yeah, one of Paul George or Kawhi was on the, him, I guess. yeah, and the last play. I just feel like that's excusable. I feel like that one. I don't know if I can put that one completely on Doc. To be perfectly right, honest, no one boxing out LeBron at all. That's on the players. That's one hundred percent on the players. And Doc you, has you never in practice. Doc has never in practice said don't box out. I'm not saying he said don't box out. I'm not telling the athletes told him to not box out. He also <laughs> might have because his teams don't box out historically. Um, but I don't what do you know. mean that defense? That that Celtics defense was great. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I mean, but that was Thibodeau. I don't think he. I, I, I mean, I do trust him to not extend series. Like, I don't think the first round. First goes round, past I five. Uh, first round, I don't see a team that could take us past five games. Yeah, and then second round depends on the matchup. Depending on what happens with that three, four, five seed situation, which is very dicey right now. <laughs> it could get a little crazy. Um, but yeah, coming up uh, next, we're going to be talking just some, just some, you know, day pre day just presser vibes from the team. All right. First. Oh, wow. Don't forget about this. Say it with me now. Sports are back, Sports baby. Are back, baby. They're back. Uh, I've been waiting for this since March. I'm sure you all have as well. Mm-hmm. But I love it. You love it. 
Uh, and that should be all you need to hear in order to start betting today. I love sports, you love sports, let's bet on it. <laughs> My bookie has up to the minute odds on all your favorite teams, and with the start of Major League Baseball just around the corner, well, it's already started at this point. So yeah. uh, there's never been a better time to start playing. With My Bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, they pay. You don't have to pay. Mm, I like that. <laughs> Feeling good about your team's chances this year? Be sure to check out My Bookie's World Series future bets. Nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them before the season's even begun. I'm not, you know what? But why stop with baseball? Smart bettors are always looking towards the future, and in this case, that means basketball, hockey, and possibly football. MyBookie is already accepting bets on all your favorite NBA, NHL, and NFL games. Interesting gamble. There's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. Join today and MyBookie will match your deposit 100%, plus they'll toss you a free $10 MLB future waiver. Use it soon. All you got to do is enter promo code LOCKEDONNBA when signing up. All right. Welcome to uh, Presser Vibes. Pat Bev was at the Presser. There's a classic Pat Bev note pre-practice uh right before his media availability pat beverly was walking down the hallway of the convention center lawrence frank asked him how he was doing ready to effing practice let's go all capital letters is how it was tweeted out pat bev's ready to go i mean was there any question no but it's just nice to see you know (laughs) it's nice to really have a pat bev moment in the bubble like this is kind of the first other than like the dive on the floor uh, in the game against the Lakers, or no, against the Pels, and we're just like <laughs> it was a against bunch. the Pels. Um, this is like the first kind of Pat Bev bubble moment. Yeah, that's fair. Which I think is great that we've publicly seen. Yeah, very true that we've publicly seen. Prior to his leaving the bubble, there were notes of him screaming at like two a.m. to pump <laughs> yeah. people up. Yeah, he, he had the sage going. You know, um, he's probably been burning a bunch of sage since he's been back. Probably. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's just I see him super fired up. Uh, he referred to the Suns as one of the thirstier teams in the bubble in a complimentary way. And he complimented their spacing, which is interesting, because they're not necessarily the best shooting team. Yeah, um, that makes sense. I, with the Suns, like, from my perspective, you're not making it into the playoffs. But why not just go into the bubble and F up a few people's days? You yeah. know what I mean? I think like, why not just play balls to the wall and just F up a few days? <laughs> I hope it's not our day, but that is kind of the vibe I'm getting from the sun. Like, I mean, they got like, nothing to lose. Yeah, they're like, whatever, we're here. This is a good time. Let's get some running. Um, he, uh, he owned the fact that his conditioning isn't where it needs to be, uh, but he does have an Airdyne bike in his room to help with that, not a Peloton. Huh. Was he plugging this product? I'm wondering if he has a different situation going on. I don't know if he was plugging it. I don't know if that's how Pat Bev gets down in like a presser. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like the fact that he kind of like owned up to his conditioning, but it's also not necessarily his fault. No, not at all. You know, like there's only so much working out you can do pre-bubble and then in the quarantine situation like, i mean through get ready through two full games which is like the real test of actually getting getting yeah. ready to be in physical shape i mean he's only played what like 32 minutes combined yeah uh so yeah it's it's gonna take some time hopefully it's the ramp up yeah hopefully we're able to see you know around 20 competitive minutes from bev in this one i'm yeah i was kind of hoping for a little more like 22 something like that I'm fine with 2021, but hey, any more? That's gravy. Because <laughs> if we're losing in kind of an annoying way, uh-huh. I think Doc will just be like, just, you know, everyone on the, you know, stars just chill out. 
where like main guys chill out. But if it's a tight game, I hope Doc kind of goes to him in the clutch. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, he's just we talked about it in the preview, but like he's just a he's a great on ball defender. That's a great yeah. matchup for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, Doc, of course, had his presser today wearing the vote hat again. They Love got it. they got to make this thing available for sale. I mean, why not? Right. It's a good message. You know, make the proceeds go to charity or something like that. Yeah. If you vote Steve Ballmer, pencil in Steve Ballmer, you get a free one. <laughs> yeah. You get $10. That's what we needed, a, a billionaire around this country. <laughs> yeah. You get $10 stapled to the inside of the hat. <laughs> um, he was also asked about Booker and Rubio. He said the Suns play hard and they're a well-coached team. There was a couple questions about Booker and Rubio. I hope Booker and Rubio stay together for a while because Rubio is a great point guard for uh, Devin Booker. I mean, they gave away TJ Warren for pennies to make room to be able to get Ricky Rubio, so they better keep him, yeah, for, a better while. Keep him for a while. They gave away some second round picks too. They gave, yeah, they gave the Pacers a pick and TJ Warren for a million dollars cash or whatever. Hey, you need the money. <laughs> it's, a, it's a talking stick it's, arena. It was literally the minimum amount of money for cash considerations <laughs> that you can put in a trade. You know what they should have thrown in? couple of food items some regional food items that's not a bad that's idea a move. it's not a, don't they have good pizza in phoenix or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> do they if you're listening you're in phoenix let us know the pizza do they have any good pizza <laughs> i'd like to know about that uh doc was also asked about the erratic practice schedule said it's just something different for us and the players haven't complained about it at all they've just shown up and done their thing what else are you gonna do yeah like it's like you can only if you were to complain, Doc, especially as the kind of coach, should be like, what are we going to do then? What is your suggestion then? <laughs> it would be pretty funny to see a team, like, if they can't get the practice time they want, just jogging in unison, like, on the campus. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay, this is when I wanted to practice. <laughs> uh, Doc revealed, I thought this was interesting, some players get bikes, some players get treadmills. Who's getting bikes, who's getting treadmills? I think it's a, a player thing, you know. Personal preference? Personal preference. Personally, um, I prefer them all to take bikes because it's look, so much better for your knees. Lower intensity for sure. Yeah, way better than, you know, banging your knees together on a treadmill like that. Um, you know, there's daily Zoom sessions with the strength and conditioning staff. Have, this is just a side note. Have you seen those crazy treadmills that, like, the NFL uh, players oh, yeah. run on where it's just sprints? Yeah. It's, like, wide and you're running super fast. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Crazy. That's have wild. Have you seen the hockey treadmills where they have, like, the fake ice on a loop and, like, you can, like, skate on it? That's real? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. That's awesome. That's what the team should have. <laughs> uh, Practice footwork on the ice-moving <laughs> treadmill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, here's something funny. Uh, Doc likes the new coach's wardrobes because he can get dressed quicker. Says he likes the polos. Yeah. Didn't specifically reference the salmon-colored polos. But I think there's hope that this – my theory with this polo thing is that the NBA bubble needs to have, like, suit because there's no crowd and everything. I think there's going to be some MLB slash NHL level superstitions from teams. Oh, really? You know what I mean? I just think it's something to help bring up the intensity maybe for some teams. Interesting. So I think the I think they're keeping the same in color consistent as hopefully the Clippers one. I hope that this – Nothing weird. I, I mean, I like the the team polo. I, I think that that's sufficient for a coach to wear. I, my thing is always like, what's the reason for the suit? Like, is the ref going to forget who the coach is? Oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, is that a fan? <laughs> that man and all the... Yeah, I mean, you know, soccer managers can wear, like, a full-on track suit if they want. It's just got to be team issue. Yeah. <laughs> like, that'd be great. Um, and, then, and I don't even think it needs to be team issued. Maybe you throw in some subterfuge. Doc know. throws on a polo from a different team. Once again, blows Whoa! the ref's mind. <laughs> why, is there a, why is the Pacers coach at Clippers-Lakers? Uh, Doc says PG is in better shape now than during the old regular season. Do you believe that, or is that coach talk? Uh, a bit of both. I bit think both. I believe it 100%. It's coach talk, but like he's clearly in great shape. And I think, um, you know, I don't think cardio wise, there's any, how could he be in better shape? But uh, I mean, definitely like full body health uh, and, and not having to do all the rehab stuff takes off, you know, so much time from your routine. Yeah, that's you can get more shots up and work on whatever you need to work on. Yeah. Anything else in this shaving drawer? Nah, man, I, we, we packed this one full. Packed this one full. Uh, Wednesday's episode, we're going to have a recap for the hopeful victory over Los Suns. Ayo. Now, again, that game tips off at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> Don't do that to him. <laughs> Don't do that to it's them. It's at 1 p.m. It's at 1 p.m. Uh, what are we going to see Wednesday? Maybe a little quick, uh, bit of a forward look at that game uh, on Thursday against the Mavs. Probably going to see a decimation in that game. Uh, whatever else happens between now and then in Clipperland, well, where can these fantastic people find us? Check okay. us out on iTunes uh, or the podcast app. Go ahead and uh, subscribe if you haven't already. Leave a rating and review. We love it. Also on Spotify. We're, I mean, we're on Deezer. We're probably on wherever else you listen to podcasts. Yeah. RSS feeds, if people still use those. I think we got one of those. I think we definitely uh, have one of those. Or, You know, shout out Megaphone. We're on that. Tell your yes. smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. Yes. Good time. Uh, leave a review if you're popping by the iTunes page or podcast. I don't know what it is anymore. I just got an iPhone 11 from an iPhone 6. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll catch you guys next time. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.